ignition. We have liftoff. Hello world, and welcome to the very first Sunday Frog Box. It's not a box, <clears throat> and it contains no frogs. Uh, no intentional ones, anyway. This is Andy Kimber. Over the next couple of hours, we're going to be going down some rabbit holes to find some good stuff that you probably haven't heard. We'll be hearing film and TV themes, cover versions of well-known songs, oddities of the internet, and much, much more, as they say. Hopefully something for everyone, and not something for no one, which is the other side of that point. With me in the studio, I've got my daughter Annabelle to help me out. Hello. Hello there. Later on, she's going to be introducing us to some new music she thinks we ought to hear. Okay then. Please pass on your seatbox and stop mixing your metaphors as we begin with uh, a lesser-known track from a very well-known band. It's uh, Madness and Tarzan's Nuts. Save it for tonight, night, night, night. 
And it was all a dream. Well, from the Out of the Blue album of 1978, that was ELO with Jungle. Great track, but uh, not many people know it. Well, before that, you heard Tarzan's Nuts from Madness's debut album, <laughs> One Step Beyond. <laughs> did you see what I did there? There's a sort of jungle segue going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, that was really clever. Like Tarzan's that. swinging in to the jungle there. <laughs> and there's ELO Thank just you. in the jungle. I know, I know. This is, this is how cool we are here. Okay, we have jingles. Sunday Frog Box with Andy Kimber on Felix the Radio 107.5 FM Right on. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Annabelle, mm-hmm. my 14-year-old daughter, yep. she is here. That's now, uh, um, do you know who the Beatles were? Well, yeah. Yeah, okay, obviously. Can you name any Beatles songs? Uh, I know Here Comes the Sun. Yes, That's good. like the only one that's, I know. That's the only one you know? Well, I, don't, I, know, I probably know some of their songs, I just don't know. By Yesterday, Penny Lane, no. Strawberry Fields Forever, <laughs> no. She Loves You, <laughs> Love Me Do. She knows nothing, you see. She knows nothing. No, I don't know anything. But there was a particular song on the White Album, uh, which many people still don't know, and we've got a cover of it here, actually, a cover by Fats Domino, which I think is a fabulous cover of this Beatles song, which is known as Everybody's Got Something to Hide Apart From Me and My Monkey. <laughs> Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, it's such a joy, come on, it's such a joy, come on, and take it easy, come on, and take it easy, take it easy, take it easy. Everybody's got something too hot, except for me.
Well, heck in a basket. Keep breathing, keep breathing. That was really exciting. So you heard uh, Fat Domino's cover of Everybody's Got Something to Hide Apart from Me and My Monkey. Uh, and then we segued straight into the most incredible version of Crazy Horses, the old Osmond song. But that was by Neil Morse, well known yes. to uh, to all, uh, well, people like uh, people who listen to prog rock will know the name Neil Morse because he's a fantastic multi-instrumentalist that was a dedication there for uh, Ali Sparrow Hewitt uh, mm-hmm. hello there Ali she's the fabulous singer in, in the fabulous band that I'm in <laughs> just a plug in there <laughs> they but are fabulous thank you he's that's my daughter you see completely yeah. unsolicited comments there <laughs> that's Hurricane Ali and uh, she's listening in so that was for her because I know she loves that one okay well I, as I said earlier I've got uh, I've got jingles uh, which I I'd spared no expense. This is my favourite one. Listen to this. The most music. <laughs> it's that little bit at the end. <laughs> Did you hear that again? The most music. <laughs> Every time. Okay, we're here on Felix Stowe Radio, one oh seven point five FM. Um, now you can get uh, you can get your your word in. You can uh, join in um, by texting the show. We've got a number you can text in for. That's oh one one three eight five nine zero six nine zero. Text in with the letters F X R at the beginning of your text. We'll get that message hopefully. You can also um, send us a tweet on Sunday Frogbox. Uh, or you can just send us a message from the Facebook page, which is probably the, the quickest way of getting me to see what you're saying, which is called Sunday Frogbox as well. Yeah. Okay. So um, join in. And the way you can join in is you can, you can enter a contest, mm-hmm. um, which is exciting. <laughs> the contest is, uh, well, I'm going to play you some voices, and you've just got to guess who they are. Now, it's, uh, it's two different voices. It's a... Basically, it's a famous father and his famous son. They're both famous. Um, the, sh- the clips are quite short. So, here they are. Well, I, I think it'd be a bit dusty if I had to do it for any length of time and a bit dry. I had a long run up to this one. OK, so let's do that again. The first one was the father. Well, I, I think it'd be a bit dusty if I had to do it for any length of time and a bit dry. And his well-known son? I had a long run up to this one. So if you know who that is, send me a message, and uh, later on you might win nothing, actually, because we have no budget, we have no prizes, but we've put our heads together and we've decided that we're going to sing you uh, the winner's song, Yeah. if you get that right, and if you're randomly chosen from all the people who get that right. So that's uh, excitement for later. Do you know what's going on? Annabelle, do you know what's going on? Uh, what, generally or yeah, right Yeah, generally, now? generally, well, just generally. no. No, I don't either, I rarely do. I also wonder, did Peter Gabriel know what was going on in 1977 when he left Genesis and released his first solo album? Did, who can say? I mean, you just have to go by what's on the album. Did he know what he was doing when he made this, the first track on the album? I don't know, but I will find out. <laughs> Down there, everybody's twisted. 
Incredibly, that was 40 years ago that came out, and I wonder if he ever did find out what was going on. That was Moribund the Burgermeister, a typically impenetrable uh, song by Peter Gabriel. Um, no idea what it was about, but I like it. I like it a lot. That's from his first album, as I say, 1977. Um, what do you mean I'm, I'm stuck in the 70s? What are you talking about? We're not. Ridiculous. Now, to prove that I'm not stuck in the 70s, I'm going to play something from 1969. <laughs> Annabelle, have you heard of Chicago? I mean, um, not, not the place, the uh, the band. I've heard of Chicago, but yeah. I don't know what it is. If you leave me now, you take, take away the biggest part of me. I know that. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's one of the... <laughs> I know that. Basically, they released about a million albums of songs full of stuff like that. Yeah. But before that, they were actually really quite cool. Uh, in 1969, they, uh, they produced an album called the Chicago Transit Authority, which was mm-hmm. their full name at the time. And uh, this is from that album. This is Questions 67 and 68.
107.5 FM. We've been driving around from one end of this town to the other and back. But no one's ever seen us driving our Econoline band. And no one's ever heard of our band. We're the Mesopotamians. Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, Pal, and Gilgamesh. And they wouldn't understand the word we say. So we'll scratch it all down. Mesopotamians Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, and Gilgamesh The Mesopotamish sun is beating down And making cracks in the ground But there's nowhere else to stand In Mesopotamia The kingdom where we secretly reign The Mesopotamians Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, and Gilgamesh This is my last stick of gum I'm gonna cut it up so everybody else gets some Except for Ashurbanipal who says my haircut Makes me look like a Mohenjo Darin Hey, Ashurbanipal, I'm a Mesopotamian Sargon That was the Mesopotamians by They Might Be Giants. I think I can promise that there will be more They Might Be Giants on future shows if mm. they fail to arrest me after this one. <laughs> that was from 2007, only 10 years ago. So we've strayed somehow into the 21st century. While we're there in the 21st century, let's, uh, let's play something from 2011. This is the Vaccines with Wetsuit. At some point we all succumb For goodness sake let us be young Cause time gets harder to outrun And I'm nobody I'm not done with a cool, cool breeze And dirty knees I rest on childhood memories We all got old at breakneck speed 
Felix Stowe Radio. Okay, well, that was Wetsuit from uh, the Vaccines. Um, now, I mean, I'd never heard of the Vaccines until I started preparing this show, but I think they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, I like them. I've they, never heard of them. They won some newcomer awards back in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I, I picked them is, as everyone is clearly aware, that 21, 221 years ago today, 14th of May, 1796, Dr. Edward Jenner administered the first smallpox inoculation in Gloucestershire. So uh, in honour of that historic moment, I played the vaccines because I'm a proper DJ. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do you remember this? I had a long run up to this one. And this? Well, I I think it'd be a bit dusty if I had to do it for any length of time and a bit dry. Those are the disembodied voices of our contest, famous parent and child. I had a long run up to this one. Well, I, I think it'd be a bit dusty if I had to do it for any length of time, and a bit dry. No one has entered yet, as far as I know, but uh, uh, that's, that's, that's an ongoing situation there. And while we're talking about disembodied voices, it's probably a good time to have an acapella feature, don't you think? Ooh. I like acapella. So do uh, I. Which is... I love acapella. Do you? Well, yeah. Excellent, excellent. It's really interesting. I like to uh, s- search through uh, the YouTubes for good acapella versions of things. I found this guy, Sam Robson who's just celebrating his 100,000th subscriber on YouTube. He's done oh, some really cool done. stuff. This uh, this next song I'm going to play now, it features him singing 120 different tracks. So I don't know how he's, got the, I don't know how he's got the time to do it. But this is a dedication for my wife, Julie, and it's from Disney's Aristocats. Everybody wants to be a cat. Everybody wants to be a cat. Because a cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. Tell me everybody's picking up on that feline beat. Because everything else is obsolete. I swear where the home makes you wish you weren't born every time he plays. But with a square in the act, you can set music back to the caveman days. Some corny birds who try to sing But still a cat's the only cat Who knows how to swing Who wants to dig a long pegging or stuff like that When everybody wants to be a cat The square with a home Makes you wish you weren't born Every time you play with a square in the eyes, you can set music back to the caveman days. Yes, everybody wants to be a cat, because a cat's the only cat who knows where he's at. While playing jazz, he always has a welcome. 
So cool. <laughs> so cool, isn't it? Oh, uh, okay, brilliant. That was Sam Robson uh, from the internet. Okie dokie. Well, uh, I've just had a, t- a message from uh, old Papa Rich himself, Richard Daly, who uh, <laughs> has given a big shout out to everyone who helped at Deep and Players Workshop today oh, yeah. doing the set for our upcoming show, One mm-hmm. Good Turn, <laughs> which is on, when is it on? Uh, the 24th to the 27th of May. Thank you very much. Welcome. Tickets available from uh, Ticket Source. Or go to the deepenplayers.net website. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, uh, now it's time for. Science! It's time for science. <laughs> Annabelle. Have you heard of shepherd tones? Uh, no. Is it something that you sing to sheep or something? It isn't. No. Although you could sing them to sheep if you really wanted to. If you, actually, I don't know if you could sing them, but uh, you can certainly play them. 
A shepherd tone is a sound consisting of a superposition of sine waves separated by octaves. Uh, why do I want to know that? Well, it's interesting because when you play it with the bass pitch of the, of the note moving up or down, you get what's called a shepherd scale, and that sounds like a tone that's continually sort of going up or going down, but doesn't seem to actually go any higher or lower. It's really weird. I've got an oh. example here. Okay. Listen to this. It's actually on a loop. It's really looped around three or four times. I just find that really interesting. Oh, so it. Oh. So what they're actually doing is 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 they're sort of subtly fading out. Uh, when you get to the sort of the top of the scale, they're yeah. fading out of those and they're fading in at the bottom. And because of the way your ears perceive things, oh. you hear it going up and up and up forever. It sounds oh. like something you might hear on a quiz show, isn't yeah. it? Like the heightened tension. That's really weird. Well, that was uh, today's. more music.
105.5 FM. That was Black Ingvars and their Swedish dance metal version of Gimme 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 by ABBA. Classic oh, song. I love that so Classic much. Version. It's pretty <laughs> it's cool. so brilliant. Well, it's time for our special feature now, it's, which is sort of roughly entitled Music Annabelle Thinks We Ought to Hear. Annabelle is my 14-year-old oh, daughter. yeah, that's who is me. in the studio with me. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, um, what's this then? What do you think we ought to listen to? Right, my first song that I really think everyone should listen to is The Kids Don't Want to Come Home by Declan McKenna. Okay, who's Declan McKenna? Declan McKenna, he is an 18-year-old kind of indie rock artist. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he he got his first record deal when he was 16. Which I think is really really cool. Yeah. And yeah, he does a lot of songs about politics and things like that. Where did you come across him? I just just popped up on my YouTube recommenders. Okay. And then I listened to it and I thought it was amazing. So which track were you listening to? Uh, the kids, kids don't want to come. Want to come home. Well, let's listen to it and we have a chat about it after. Okay. I feel like our generation is lost. I feel like we don't know where we're heading. What makes me most uncertain about the future is having to carve my way in a world that's been decided for me by people who don't know me. A lot of things make me angry. Racism, homophobia, sexism, bullying. I think so much has changed with like our generation. I think the way we view ourselves is very different to the way other people view us. It's not apathy, it's just being disillusioned. I don't know what I want If I'm completely honest I guess I could start a war I guess I could sleep on it
kind of gone a few steps back recently. We've kind of been conditioned to see all these gruesome, horrible scenes on TV, but now it's just like, okay, there's another one. This is the world I'm living in. This is the world I'm going to grow up in. This is the world that I could be bringing children into, and this is how it is. It's only just because there's an abundance of confusing information that they spur out at us and like, do something with this. We don't understand that we have so much power with social media and we're making a real change online and educating ourselves. The future is important, so that's exciting. And it was Declan McKenna and the kids don't want to come home. Yeah, I like it. I like, I like it. it. A lot. I think this actually the thing that sticks in my mind is right from the beginning when uh, someone said, "We're not. It's not apathy. We're just disillusioned." Yeah. And I think sometimes maybe people your age are not interpreted correctly. No. Because to be fair, you do sometimes just project this this air <laughs> of "Please kill me now." I, you know, don't talk to me. That kind of thing. Yeah. But it's not because. That's the way you feel, is it? It's because you've got a lot of stuff to process, haven't you? Exactly. There's so much happening. And it's so it's so different now because there's so you have so much access to lots of different things on the yeah. internet and yeah. it's it's really interesting how different people deal with it. And I don't think just generally parents don't really understand because they didn't have that much access when they were our age. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have to say, I think probably teenagers have always been like that. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you're true. I mean, you're bombarded with loads of, of stuff now. Okay, yeah. that's great. What's what's the other one that you want us to listen to? Uh, Intertwined by Dodie Clark. Okay, let's hear it. Skin. Each 
107.5 FM and online at felixstowradio.org.uk in association with the Orwell Hotel. This is Felixstowe Radio. So we just heard "Intertwined" by Dodie Clark. You composed yourself. I can see you're a bit <laughs> emotional after that. Yeah. I know that Dodie Clark is someone you've uh, you yeah. respect a lot. Who's she? Just for the good listeners who don't know. <laughs> Um, she's a YouTuber and she does vlogs and things, but she also makes music and she's brought out one EP last year and uh, she's working on her second one. She plays, didn't she inspire you to play yeah. ukulele really? <laughs> I play ukulele because So of everyone her. has had to put up with Annabelle playing ukulele at them. It's, it's, <laughs> it's her fault. It's fault. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, well. Um, I had a long run up to this one. Oh, it's that, it's that man again. Well, I, I think it'd be a bit dusty if I had to do it for any length of time and a bit dry. And his dad? I had a long run up to this one. That guy? Well, I, I think it'd be a bit dusty if I had to do it for any length of time and a bit dry. And his dad. And if you know who that is, message us here. Don't forget you can tweet Sunday Frogbooks or probably the best thing, quickest thing is to go on the Facebook page, mm. Sunday Frogbooks. Message me on there. Who are they? Well, I, I think it'd be a bit dusty if I had to do it for any length of time and a bit dry. I had a long run up to this one. Okay, well, <clears throat> some of you know, and some of you don't, and I'm going to tell you anyway, I used to be a Christian a long time ago. It was the late 70s again, funny enough. It seems to be a, a formative period in my life, became a Christian. Yeah. And at the time, um, obviously as a young man, uh, wanted to hear some cool music. Unfortunately, it was very hard. So I was a desperate, really, search for Christian music that wasn't well, just bad. <laughs> Really, there was, uh, if you can imagine, the sort of music you might hear with you know, flowery skirts and sandals yeah. and hippies and tambourines and things. <laughs> that was basically, uh, still in, in the late 70s, that was the kind of stuff we were still getting. Yeah. But then the new wave uh, came along, and actually there was a band that wasn't that bad, and I still like them, uh, called After the Fire. And uh, I, as, again, some of you know, play the keyboards... And the keyboard player for After the Fire, his name was Pete Memory Banks. I thought that's just the coolest name ever, yeah. Memory Banks. I may have drawn some inspiration from him over the time. But anyway, from his, uh, well, from their 1979, again, album, which was called Laser Love, this is Joy.
Yeah, that's what we used to jump up and down to, wearing our white socks and our black slip-ons. <laughs> oh, that, actually, not in my case. I used to wear cowboy boots and a jacket from Oxfam. Well, there you go. That was uh, me as a young man. Okay, so that was After the Fire and Joy. Well, but have you heard of Tetris? Uh, yeah, I've heard of the it's game. It's a game. And, and you have to like, stack the blocks. You have to stack the blocks, yeah. And it used to be very popular on the Game Boy. Do you know what that is? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you like can a... get uh, little phone cases of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an ancient handheld device which allows you to play games. Yeah. A bit like before they had a, a DS, they had a, a Game Boy. And Tetris was a very popular uh, song on that. A uh, song. Well, yes, I mean, the song was very popular. It was this. <laughs> It's an old Russian folk tune. Uh, it was written by a, a Russian. The game was written by a Russian guy. So uh, this tune on there, and it went round and round and round forever and ever like that. Gets stuck in people's heads. Well, anyway, I thought, well, you know, I like a bit of uh, I like a bit of ragtime piano. I wonder if anyone's done a ragtime piano cover of the Tetris music. And what do you know? <laughs> they have. that's that that was by a clever chap called dave wave again another youtuber mm-hmm. uh yes i like that cool okay well uh it's time for well actually uh, let's just play these voices again um, well I, I think it'd be a bit dusty if i had to do it for any length of time and a bit dry i had a long run up to this one the clue is because people are starting to ask for clues mm. 
They're from the world of sport. I had a long run up to this one. Well, I, I think it'd be a bit dusty if I had to do it for any length of time and a bit dry. Father and son both had Ooh. the same job in sport. The world of sport. Yes, indeed. Not not the TV show, The World of Sport. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay, so um, mashups. Do you like mashups? Yeah. I kind of like, like mashups as well. Uh, so I made one. I've often thought uh, in the, you know, the long, dark winter nights that uh, the theme from Ghostbusters mm. would go really well if you mashed it up with pop music by the band M. Right. So I thought, well, you know, why didn't I just do that then, rather than just talking about it? So I did, and here it is. <laughs>
little thing I like to call Pop Busters. Pop my matchup of pop music and Ghostbusters. If you like that, then uh, why not uh, why not message me for other ideas for songs that can be mashed up together, and mm. I might get round to it and do it. Nice. If not, I, I've got plenty uh, on the internet that I can uh, I can play. But uh, yeah. got an idea? Got two songs you've always thought sound a bit alike, and someone should really put them together. Well, let me know, and I might just do it. <laughs> There's much, much more. Just wanted to give a shout out to the Felix Doe runners who are doing the 10k today. We saw I was playing down some music with my friends and you all did brilliantly. Well done. Yeah, well done. And well done you for, uh, for playing the music as well. I think Thank they you. really appreciate it. They were staggering yeah. and puffing Look, past. Yeah, I'm just like slowly clapping. Some of them actually applauded <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, that was amazing. Standing there with, uh, well, you had like yeah. keyboards, a clarinet, a violin, yeah, guitar. Yeah, we had a couple of violins, a cello. Yeah, and uh, yeah. playing the Game of, Th- Game of Thrones <laughs> theme. Also, well done to my friends for being in it. I yeah. hope some of you are listening. <laughs> yeah, okay, excellent. <laughs> How many songs do you know about falling out of an aeroplane? I can't say many. No? No. I know one, and yeah. it's by a, a band called Lemon Demon. Lemon, that's a brilliant name. It is a brilliant I always think that's I a brilliant name. It. Lemon Demon. It's two words that look the same, Lemon but Demon. sound different. And again, I found them on the internet years ago. Like years ago. Lemon Demon. Uh, Lemon Demon. Lemon Demon. And uh, this song is called I've Got Some Falling to Do. to the 
Surf the Waves with Felix Stowe Radio. That was Lemon Demon. I've got some falling to do. I really like that. Excellent. It was Thank good. You. It, it reminded me of um, uh, They Could Be Giants. They yeah, might be giants. Yes, exactly. That's what I thought when I first said. It reminds me of that. I do like it, though. Why has no one else ever heard of them? I know, it's brilliant. Um, so hopefully we've, we've done something for them by playing it. Because at least, well, 26 people at least have been, <laughs> have been listening to that. So last year, Annabelle, we went. Well, you went to your first gig, didn't you? Oh yeah, that was so cool. What, what was it? It was. Um, the well, if you don't count that Lazy Town show we took you to in Southend that time a few <laughs> years ago, yeah. we won't count that. What no. was? Who do, Who was the band you saw on your it first? It was Muse. It was Muse. It was the best daddy daughter day. Ever. Oh my god, it was so cool. <laughs> it was the um, Drones World Tour. Yeah. Oh my god. It was at the O2. At the O2. So yeah, so we like Muse, don't we? Yeah, we do. Oh my god, we do. Well, very occasionally they also do covers of other people's songs. Mm, yeah, they're uh, always they're always better than the original ones. Well, that's uh, that I is find. an opinion, and <laughs> it, it may sometimes be true. I don't know, but I, I find people tend to like the, the version they heard first of things. Yeah, mostly that does make sense. Yeah, but anyway, this uh, this one, in this particular case, it's a it's a classic, Frankie Valley from the Four Seasons number, called "Can't Take My Eyes Off You." <laughs> Just too good to be true I can't keep my eyes off you You feel like heaven a touch I wanna hold you so much How long has love has arrived And I thank God I'm alive You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off you
Thank you, Muse. Can't take my eyes off of you. Classic Ooh, song. Oh, I love that song. Classic tune. Features in the 1997 movie, Conspiracy Theory. Does it? Yes. Well, I don't, don't think, not their version of it, oh. but the song. This is a oh. link. This is what we do on the radio. We make Ooh. links. So planned. Yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, that <laughs> song features in the nice 1997. Nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've spoiled it now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy Theory, starring Mel Gibson. Heard of him? Uh, no, I haven't. See, she's 14. She hasn't heard of Mel Gibson. Julia Roberts? Uh, I've heard that name before. Yeah, well, Mel Gibson used to be in a lot of stuff before he went slightly mad. And uh, Julia Roberts used to be in stuff before she, well, stopped being in stuff. But anyway, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I liked also the theme tune, which went something like this. it's over fades out rather suddenly at the end a bit like Julia Roberts career you might say if you're being unkind (laughs) sorry anyway well you know it's a joke sorry Julia if you're listening which I can't imagine (laughs) why why would you be listening why former Hollywood A-lister Julia Roberts would be listening but if she is sorry well done you did some good stuff a while ago good thank you Okay, well, uh, we're in the world uh, of themes and spies and such. See, there's another link, Annabelle. Oh, more segues. There's more segues, yeah. So, spies, conspiracy theory, themes. So, uh, in the 60s, again, uh, there was this freaky show on TV called The Prisoner, Mm. which is kind of about spies and what have you. Yeah. Um, But there's a whole thing happened in 1990 called Power Themes 90, and it was a project where they remixed a load of... uh, classic 
spy and cool themes. They did Thunderbirds and what have you. Mm-hmm. They've also done a version of The Prisoner's Theme, and, uh, well, we're going to play it now. Cool. goes like this. <laughs> That jingle, uptight. Uptight. It just says uptight. Uptight. Does that mean, hey, that was cool? Or I don't know. Like, oh, saying, yeah, uptight, dude. Or does it mean, you're uptight? You're uptight. <laughs> you should like, listen to more radio. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> anyway, there it is. Okay, good. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. Julio. Remember these guys? Well, I, I think it'd be a bit dusty if I had to do it for any length of time and a bit dry. I had a long run up to this one. We've had some answers in. Uh, yeah. If you want uh, to be in with a chance of us singing a song Ooh. to you, you can still message me and That's we will draw song. all the correct answers. We'll draw one <laughs> successful winner out of it. Uh, here they Ooh. are again. Famous Dad. Well, I, I think it'd be a bit dusty if I had to do it for any length of time and a bit dry. Famous Son. I had a long run up to this one. Yeah, you did have a long run up. So to wait, them. they're they're both um, sports. So people. yes, the clues now. Yeah, they're both sporting people. They both did the same job in sport. Mm-hmm. And well, let's be a little bit more. They're both English, and right. one of them now presents on a TV program about the sport he used to be in. Oh. Okay. Right. Okay. There you are. That's all the clues you're getting. Ooh. All right, so I'm going to play this now. What do you think of this? That was the Bugbrook Bustle, <laughs> which is by me. Yeah. Something I wrote for my my uh, Jack of the Beanstalk, we did yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, that was good, and we also did it a long. Yes, time you've ago. been in it twice, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I have. When mm-hmm. you were a little kid, then when baby. you were an older kid. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's my radio show. So if you can't play your own you music, do what on you your like. 
on your own radio show. When can you play it? Yeah. Want to hear more of my music? Well, don't ask and you won't receive. All right, so uh, as, a, as a dog returns to its vomit, we are returning once again. <laughs> that's biblical. To the, uh, to the late I've ever heard. <laughs> it's from the Bible. Okay. Yeah, we return to the late 70s, this time for a parody of those little blue idiots, the Smurfs. Interesting link here, because I've had uh, uh, a message from Richard again, who's uh, yeah. <laughs> he sent me the, yeah. the IMDB entry for Julia Roberts. As it was, <laughs> what's she doing now? And uh, <laughs> the last thing she did was actually a, <laughs> the voice of one of the Smurfs. <laughs> In Smurfs, the Lost Village. That's brilliant. Oh, I'm sure. It, I'm sure it pays well. Mustn't <laughs> <laughs> laugh at Julia Roberts. Uh, You're so lovely, anyway. Julia. I'm sure. <laughs> she's, she's great. She's great. Um, yeah. So the Smurfs. I, I don't know how much you know about Smurfs. Uh, I saw the film. Yeah, but they used to be. They used to be ridiculously. Really like po- used to be able to get little plastic figures of them in garages. Oh um, yeah. They used to be on TV. They used, to, they used to release singles. I remember um, when I was little, I used to have a bubble bath with the Smurfs on. They had they had hit records. They used to hang out with this sort of proto hipster known as Father Abraham. He's the guy with a big long beard and a bubble hat on. What do you, what do you mean hung out? They were cartoons. How did yeah, they no, but they did. They, there was like they had a TV show, and there was like. It must have been like puppet versions. Oh, they are puppets? Yeah. Oh. They were everywhere. I don't know that. Well, anyway, in 1978, uh, this led, the height of their fame, to a rather splendid parody mm-hmm. of the Smurfs by uh, one of the... The Smurfs had this terrible song, and this is a parody of it by Sanford and Saker. Yeah. It's called Stamp on a Scurf Today. <laughs> Hello everybody, here they come again, getting in everyone's hair, it's the nauseating little scurfs. You silly old twits. Be quiet. There's only one thing for it. Stamp, stamp, stamp on a scurf. Oh, stamp, stamp, stamp for all you're worth. Ah, stamp upon a scurf today. Then maybe they go away. Stamp, stamp, stamp on a scurf. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm the man with the scurfs. We're famous on TV. Tell you something between just you and me. I found fortune and fame, but it's driving me insane. Cause every day of the year, this is all I hear. Here we go! Stimp, stimp, stimp on a scurf! Ha! Stimp, stimp, stimp for all your worth! Stimp upon the scurf today, then maybe they'll go away! Stimp, stimp, stimp on a scurf! Got you! When I think I'm all alone, they're creeping up behind. If I hear them sing again, I think I'll lose my mind. These nasty little creatures, they follow me around. And everywhere I go, I hear this dreadful sound. Silence! 
Ah, peace at last. And now, a little song from the old country. It's entitled... Oh, no. Oh, no, please. They're indestructible. They're taking over the world. Oh, no. You've got to help me stamp them out. Stand for the skirt today. Before it's too late. Let's just hope Julie Roberts wasn't one of them. Got stamped on. That reminds me of um, the It's a Small World song on the Disney ride. Yeah, it's got a similar vibe. Crazy, manic, wild-eyed vibe. Yeah, it's slightly demonic, if you think. (laughs) Okay, this is an interesting thing coming up now. I'm going to play Mm. you something that starts out as, well, it's I'm on Fire by Bruce Springsteen. Right. But I'm going to change it while it's playing and uh, turn it to something else. So this is interesting. So we'll start off with Bruce Springsteen, I'm on fire. There's Bruce doing his thing. Okay, so now I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna change it. Right. Here we go. Now wait till the vocals come back in and tell me who it is now. Okay. Turned into Dolly Parton. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> it's incredible. This was discovered years and years ago. That's so weird. Yeah, it's discovered by by some people who used to play the you know, records. Used to play at different speeds. Yeah. And there used to be like uh, a, a long playing album to play at thirty three, and yeah. singles used to play at forty five. Well, someone took the. Uh, 33 version Bruce Springsteen and played yeah. at 45 and suddenly it's Dolly Parton <laughs> suddenly it's Dolly Parton uh-huh. I don't think it works on any other songs just something no. about that particular song that makes it work That's anyway do weird. you dear listeners do you know of anything else like that uh, where you speed it up or slow it down and it sounds like something different do let me know it's the sort of thing I'm interested in yeah. I'd like to play some more of those but uh, mm. I always find that slightly fascinating Okay, well, I have to tell you the exciting news that the results are in from our competition. Well, I, I think it'd be a bit dusty if I had to do it for any length of time and a bit dry. I had a long run up to this one. The results have been counted. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. There was one. <laughs> and from that one answer, we have randomly drawn the winner. 
Yeah. It's Richard Daly. Yeah. Hooray. So Richard. now it's time for you, Richard, if you're still listening, to collect your prize. Yeah. So this let's do it. Song. Let's try it. Here we go. This is live music for you now. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. You won our contest. You've beaten the rest. You won it, dear Richard. Because you are the best. Yay! Applause. Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, well, congratulations. That's all you win, and the yeah. satisfaction of a job well done. Yeah. The answer was, it was Graham Hill and Damon Hill. Cool. The well-known racing drivers. Okay, well, we're, we're, we're almost done, I'm afraid. Our time is drawing to an end. We've got a few more Yay. things for you. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a thing. It's, a, it's another theme. It's a TV theme. It's a well-known TV theme. See if you can work out what it is. Mm-hmm. It's playing with variations. Do you know what variations are? Um, In classical music, sometimes uh, a composer would take someone else's theme, someone else's tune, yeah. state the theme, play the theme, and then do variations on it, like muck around with it. Oh. Uh, this is kind of the opposite. This is the you get all the variations first, and then by the end of it, it, it coalesces into the tune that you all know. But uh, mm-hmm. see what you make of this.
Yes, the BBC News theme, <laughs> as reimagined by Bill Bailey, cool, well-known like comedian it. and excellent musician. Okay, so we we're we're wending our way wearily towards the gate marked exit. Uh, so I think what we'll probably do is play one more thing, and uh, mm. and then we'll wind the show up, um, and go <laughs> <laughs> and leave. I don't know if you rem- you won't remember Windows XP. Then yeah, it's a version of Windows that used to exist in the late twentieth century, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got with it, you got a couple of free songs. You got a jazz song and really? some Beethoven, and this next song, which is um, by David Byrne, who's the guy from Talking Heads. Probably haven't heard of them either. No. And this is a great song by him called "Like Humans Do." So memories of Windows XP. Thank you, thank you very much for listening all this thank time. Thank you. That was us, our first show, Sunday Frogbox. Mm, so much fun! We'll be back again next week at the same time, six till eight. Mm. 
Hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, tell your friends. If you haven't, keep it to yourself, you ungrateful listener. <laughs> okay. Thank you. See Bye. you again soon. And don't forget... Don't drink and drive.